Hello everyone, welcome to Panel Surfing, the podcast where we discuss the comics we each read and loved growing up. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Wallace. And I'm Barry Wallace. Hi, Barry Wallace. Hey, Brandon Wallace, what's going on? Not a whole lot. Um, how have you been? Uh, been okay. I can't, I can't, uh, can't <laughs> deny it. I've been pretty good. I've been just average. We went to the, uh, the Oyster Festival yesterday. Yeah, that was yesterday. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry I missed it. Yeah, it was it was fun. We got there. Was, see, this is what I like about Stephanie, or one of the things I like about Stephanie is that she's just like me. Like, let's get there early, before mm-hmm. everybody else gets there, and then when the crowds start to get big, we just we'll leave. leave. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what we did. We got there. It opened at nine. We were there like at nine o five. That sounds amazing. And we got in there, and it was very little crowds. When we got there, we did we walked through the town, got the lay of like, I want to try this food. I want to try this food. Um, want to go do this this wine tasting. Blah blah blah. So then we knew where we wanted to go, come back through, and then we went we went got I think I started uh first thing, I think it probably about ten o'clock, I got some uh crab bisque. Ooh. Um, that was very good. Um then we went and Stephanie got oh, uh, what is she? Oh, we got we went and got a couple a bushel of, of, of raw oysters. Um had to bushel do that. Of well, I say I say it's a half a half a dozen each. Oh, okay, um, gotcha. And then and then we went and she got some some shrimp tacos, and I got some. Oh, what else? What else did I get? Oh, it was a sausage, chicken, oyster gumbo. Oh, that sounds fantastic! It was really good. I love a good gumbo. It, I do too. It was it was a it was a little bit thinner than a, a good gumbo should be. A little bit th- thick, you know. Um, it was a little soupier than normal than I would like it, but it was still pretty damn good. Gotcha. Um, un- unfortunately, it was like 80 degrees yesterday. Yeah. Um, um, you know, my, beginning my, of November. My favorite time of year is right when fall you know, shows up and the, the leaves start changing and it's 83 degrees outside still. have to have the air still. conditioner on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the beginning of November. But there's no such thing as climate change. Yeah. Climate change is a hoax. That, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. So, um, did you watch anything new recently? Did you... Uh, do you play anything new recently? Read anything new recently? Oh, uh, so there's uh, t- um yes to all of those. Okay. Um, well, I I I think I told you. I know I told you. I started watching the Death in the Family um, animated thing on on HBO Max. Yes. And uh, it was terrible. I made it about halfway through, or not even halfway. I made it about a half hour into it and gave up. Mm-hmm. And then so then I had downloaded after we talked last week. I downloaded the Ghostbusters game. Yeah. And I downloaded uh, Life is Strange 2. Uh-huh. And so I've been playing both of those. Yeah, that Ghostbusters game is real good, isn't it? It is really fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's real good. Yeah, I, I, I like it a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, but Life is Strange 2 is also pretty pretty good, too. I haven't like played that kind of story. I haven't played, uh, I haven't played uh, Life is Strange 1. I mean, I know I know of it, obviously. We've talked about it. Yeah, I've played, I played Life is Strange. I've played Life is Strange before the storm. And now I'm playing Life is Strange 2. Um, and, uh, probably after this, I will probably go ahead and get a uh, life exchange three life is oh. strange three. Is there a third one? Yeah. Oh, wow. If, I think lot. it came out, I think it came out earlier this year or late last year. Like I was already surprised when you said that there was a two and then mm. you, then you say there's a three. Yeah, well, I mean, technically that would be the fourth game. Cause you know, there's well, life yeah. is strange and then life is strange before the storm, um, which is the prequel. Mm. So. So, but like I said, the, so far two. The I'm only, boring I'm, part. Yeah, I'm only in um chapter one of of of, of Life is Strange two. So, um, mm-hmm. 
it's it's so far it's 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 interesting. It starts off really slow, but then something there's an inciting incident, and then it from there it gets pretty good. Well, yes, that's most stories go. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, so I I you said you were gonna save this for the podcast. Why didn't you see Black Adam? Um, <laughs> so <laughs> you know I had <laughs> so I had uh went to see my grandmother last last weekend. Uh huh. Um, at, you know after we talked. And then I was going to go after that to go see the movie. And then, but unfortunately the movie, when I finished, she, when I got there, she was asleep. So I just did the things I needed to do in her, in her little apartment. And then, cause I, I'm, I was like, I'm not going to wake her up. Um, right. It's so hard to sleep in those places sometimes. So I'm not going to wake her up. Um, so then I, I, I know, was much I tried. Yeah. I've, I've been, I was much farther ahead of schedule than I thought I would be. So I looked, it's like, Oh, well the movie doesn't start for two hours. Let me run home. And take a nap. Well, I was like, I'll run home and do a couple things. And I got here and I was like, oh, there's this big stack of comic books that I haven't even started yet. Uh-huh. And so I started reading those. And then, you know, I get with my comic books. I got sucked into it. And then I, I looked at about at some point. I was like, oh, shit, the movie. And I looked. I was like, oh, the movie started 15 minutes ago. Whoops. Um, so, <laughs> so, and I guess I could have gone to a, a later showing. But then at that point, I was like, nah. Yeah. Like Black um, Adam, Black Adam will be on HBO at some point in the future. I'm not that worried. Yeah, about. Black Black Adam can wait. Like I said, I, I think it is. If if you like movies with the Rock in them, it's just another one of those. Okay. Um, but with a superhero veneer on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, which um, is guess, which is fun. Like I said, the big one is next weekend, and that's what that's uh, what Wakanda that's what I'm forever. Really, do what? Wakanda. Yes. Wakanda forever. Yes. Wakanda that's the forever. Big one. That's the big one. That's what everybody's waiting to see. Yeah, as of as of this episode releasing, it would have been two weeks ago, I think. Probably, yeah. So I hope everyone enjoyed it. I, I hope, hope you enjoyed it. Was, I, I it loved good. it. I loved it. It's it's part of my favorite Marvel movie now. You might regret that in <laughs> <laughs> the next time we record, and you'll be like, "Man, I hated that." I don't think I will, but you never know. I I have heard some early reviews, mostly mostly positive. I haven't seen. I haven't really heard anything super negative. Mostly just that it's a little bit longer than it needs to be. Yeah, I could see that. Like, but I, I would say that's probably the thing with most Marvel movies. They're a little, little well because this movie is like three hours and some. It's like three hours and some odd minutes long. Yeah, that's Ooh. what people people are like. It's a little long, Mister Coogler. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, it's it's a little long, but you know, um, so you know, everything else is mostly positive. So I, I'm looking forward to it still. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they handle the the loss of Chadwick. Um, yeah, so I've been trying to stay away from spoilers. Um, so right now I'm just just looking forward to to seeing what they do with it. Yeah, the closest thing to a spoiler I've had so far is just how uh, Namor says his name, which is very fun. Oh, how's he say it? He says Namor. Namor. Um, which, I, which I like. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm like, oh well, yeah, that is much is, better than is, Namor. Isn't it a, it's a Hispanic guy playing him, right? Uh, yeah, I believe the actor himself is Mexican. Yes, I thought. Yeah, I thought. It, I thought it was Hispanic. So. Uh, uh, something Huerta. I know his last name is Huerta. Uh, shouldn't they really have gotten? I mean, for, for representation's sake, shouldn't they've really gotten an, an Atlantean to do it? Yeah, uh, Tinoc Huerta. Okay. I think I don't know how if that's how you pronounce his first name. Maybe it's uh, Tinoch. I'm just Should, saying it would be nice to see an Atlantean in the role. It would be nice to see an Atlantean. I know for a long time. Uh, What's his name? I guess they filmed the, probably most of it in Atlanta, so that's it's fine. <laughs> they, yes, that's true. They probably did film at least a good bit of it 
yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah, uh, yeah. They wanted for a long time. People kept casting or fan casting the dude from Hawaii Five O, uh, Daniel Day Kim, mm. in the role, which I also sure. think would have been sure. really good. Yep, yep. Um, I'm not sure if he's in any Marvel movies. Uh, is there a way to figure that out? I mean, I guess I could. I'm not going to scroll through his entire IMDb to find out if he played a side character. In something. Side, I, said, I don't think he has been, to be honest with you. I mean, if he if we're going to sound like idiots, if someone's going to be like, no, he's like one of the main characters and you're just forgetting. <laughs> like, ah, oh, shit, you're right. He was that like guy. He, he plays he plays the, the original Captain Marvel. Like, oh, really? I, <laughs> oh, crazy. I don't yeah. think he did. No, he didn't. That was a. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, what was her name? You know, he was. I know he was in Hellboy pretty recently. He does a lot of. T- he does mostly TV. Whoa! Oh, what? Hello? My thing just made a noise. Oh no! Yeah. You don't. You don't want noises. Yeah. No, I don't. Th- I'm looking at him. I don't. He doesn't. See, I don't think he's been in. Was he in Lost? Um, maybe. He looks like a guy that was in Lost. Uh, he was in Always Be My Maybe. I'd have to ask Steph. He was probably in Lost. Probably, yeah. Like he does, he does. He mostly does TV. Um, golly, he's a handsome man. He would have been great for Namor too. So, sure. But I'm excited to see what um what Mr. Huerta does. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the movie. Me one as... week well, a week from now, I will have seen it twice. Oh, okay. I, I I will maybe have seen it by the next time we record. But uh, I think you have to. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Next weekend we're recording twice, right? Potentially. I think we are, since you're going on vacation the uh-huh. week after that. I am indeed going on vacation after that. So, I think, yeah, I think next weekend we're doing the whole, not going to say it yet, but there's a a whole arc that we have to get through next weekend. I mean, that's fine. It's it's four comics. I'm, I understand, but that's, it's a, it's a very, very. Are they popular. oversized issues? No, I've got them right here. Oh, here. okay. Just regular issues. Well, because I was thinking oh, it's a very well, important. I mean, it's something that still people talk about today. Uh, mm, that that series. I'll be honest. I haven't dug into them, so I don't know what they are. <laughs> I think you'll be. I think you'll be okay. It's, you think I'll know once uh, we get into them? No, I don't think. I don't think you'll, you'll be like, "What? Where did this come from? What?" Oh, okay, cool. It was just something that was fun in 1987. I think. Yeah, and people 88? still talk about it. Yeah, nope, they don't. I'm, I was messing with you. Nobody talks gotcha. about it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, well, who knows? <laughs> Um, I have been playing Gotham Knights. Oh, yeah. How How is it? Um, I've put 111.3 hours into it over uh-huh. the course of a week and really uh-huh. just over the course of um, Friday and yesterday. I, I thought you were going to say like some some number that, that would make it that would impress people like 111 hours. Yeah, no, I don't have that kind of time, man. <laughs> I'm just I, saying. If you're a real gamer, would have put 111 hours in in a couple Fine. days. Fine, I'll I'll edit it to say 111 hours. Okay, good. That sounds better. <laughs> um, no, it's it's really fun. I I really enjoy it. Uh, I definitely see some of the criticisms uh, that people are pointing its direction. It's 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 clunky in some areas. Um, I've been playing the entire time as Red Hood. Mm. Um which has been very fun and occasionally I've switched over to one of the other characters and be- I guess maybe because I'm so used to playing as Red Hood the way he plays in the game mm-hmm. everyone else feels very clunky. Oh really? Yeah, especially Robin. Robin specifically is very slow. Tim? But, yeah, Tim. Okay. 
Um, <clears throat> which I don't really know why they did Tim, honestly, because uh, is Damien in it? No. Okay, that's why. At least, well, yeah, but I don't know why they. I don't know why they chose Tim. I liked him. Tim, I, I've said it before. Uh, Tim is my favorite, but I say, don't. Yeah, I, I'm makes, not it sure. It makes more sense to me. It makes more sense that it would be Tim versus Damien. I mean, if you're gonna go with the current Robin, yeah, the one who is currently Robin, which I guess we've already had this conversation. Tim is also currently Robin. Yeah. So who fucking knows? Either way, um, but so all the characters are different, like. Uh, style so like tim is a stealth character but he moves mm. so slow when you're doing stealth really so slow um so i just like i i could not play as him so i just went right back to red hood i was like oh well you know yes tim tim is the stealth character quote unquote but um when you're crouching as red hood hey guess what they mm. still don't see you ah it's that <laughs> type of game yeah well, well they still don't hear you anyway they still see you Okay. If they if they turn around, they will see you. Yeah, I got a couple games where it does it. We can hide. You know, you just crouch down and like you're playing. Um, oh, what is it? I can't remember the name now. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. You, you, oh yeah, you just hide in the grass. Yeah, they're like oh, oh, can't see you. I'm like, oh, he's <laughs> gone. He's gone now. <laughs> he's he's gone. You can do that in Red Dead too. I mean, Arthur can just hide, you know duck below um, uh-huh. some bushes and they're like, oh, I I guess he escaped. Yeah, I watched um, uh, Amanda playing it not too long ago where she she did that and i was like i could see right through that bush what are you talking about yeah that makes no sense i love that game so much i know you do um but i'm i'm really enjoying this game like i said i've I've only put about 11 hours into it i think i'm 111 hours 111 hours uh into it in Um, in 111 hours in the last one day what's that james franco movie 103 hours 173 hours whatever the one where he cuts his arm off Oh, that one. I don't know. I don't really keep up with James Franco all that much. Eh, no one does anymore. But no, no. Um, even his brother is probably like, no, I don't talk to you. I don't talk to you. I'll see you at Thanksgiving. Maybe I'll if you're see invited, you at if I go. Yeah. If if mom and dad invite yeah. you, yeah. If, <laughs> if if Mary Jane and Peter let you come over this time. <laughs> um, But I, I, I maybe one quarter of the way through the, that was a spider-man story. one reference everybody spider-man one that was a spider-man one reference um my brain stopped for a second there oh that uh, happens to me at least three or four times a day yeah at least three or four maybe sometimes seven yeah sometimes i, well, I said at least oh gotcha um yeah it's it's really fun I, i've been enjoying it um and i don't have much more to say on it because i have not beaten it yet I don't think I'm going to buy it. No, I don't think you would enjoy it. That's that's what I'm thinking. I don't think I'm going to buy it. I think I'm going to stick with Life is Strange 2 for now. Um, Ghostbusters that will be my fill-in game because it's not it, that one. It's just dumb fun. Yeah. Um, whereas Life is Strange, you actually got you. You know, it's a decision-based game. Yeah, it was like Life is Strange is like a story, and yes. and and while Ghostbusters, the game has a story, and it's it's a good story. Sure. Uh, it is still just Ghostbusters, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's Ghostbusters. It's 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 more Ghostbusters. Yeah, but so, it was, but it was written by Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd. So, well, like I said, it's going to be one. Of, it, that'll be like when I when I get tired of Life is Strange or something else, and I'll go pop back over to Ghostbusters for an hour or so, and then come back. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I usually like to have two games going like that. Oh, gotcha. Yes, as most people do. Break break the monotony a little bit because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a lot of games can fall into th- that monotonous. Um, you know, like if you're especially like, um, well, Life is Strange may 
you have to keep up with it because you have to make decisions and the decisions will affect what the outcomes later. Right. It's a choose your own adventure game, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but like if you're playing Red Dead, that game, especially after you've played it, you know, like I played it through five, six times now. Yeah, something um, like that. So sometimes that might, and, I, and if I go back to play it again, it's just a little monotonous because I know exactly where, where what's going to happen, and, you know, what's going to be behind this rock, and um, and the O'Driscolls are going to try to jump me at this point. Those I'm like, damn O'Driscolls, get away from me, O'Driscoll. Well, I mean, spoilers, they do get you. They do get me at some point, yeah. And I've yeah. tried my damnedest to to figure out how to how to beat that scene. Yeah, just well, like it's it's just like I guess technically, not... to, I guess technically, tuberculosis gets you. Well, tuberculosis does get me eventually. Yeah, it um, does, does you in. Yeah, but uh, and I hear that because I've like the first time you meet the guy, I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. That you get the tuberculosis from. I shot him the first time. You know, the last time I played through, I was uh-huh. like, I'm just gonna kill him now because you meet him in the town. You know, a while before you actually get the tuberculosis from him uh-huh. so so when i the first time i came to town i just shot him i'm like all right done problem <laughs> problem solved problem solved <laughs> yeah it's like all right but then guess what he's back later i'm like how the fuck is this happening you can't shoot him from a distance or you that can. whole thing is a cutscene. yeah it's well part of you can you can you can you can shoot whatever you do it doesn't matter he is going to be there to give you i watched a video where a guy um or, or lassoes him, drags him, and hangs him off of a bridge miles away, and then comes back and he's still there. I'm like, damn it, how did that? <laughs> yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah. So, because I was like, what if I just lasso? Like, because I thought about, it, I could just lasso him and drag him behind the horse, um, <laughs> and just leave him somewhere, um, or then you know, drown him in the river. Um, and uh, it doesn't work. He still, he still get, is able to give you tuberculosis later because when they do that cutscene, he's still going to be there. Lame. I know. Like, oh, come on, rock, not, rock star. What the not hell? Not fair at all. No, Rockstar sucks. Yeah, the Rockstar is terrible. Maker. They're not even good at making games. Yeah, I've, se- I've said it. it a million times yeah. now. I if think I've, yeah, if you said it once, you said it a million times. I've heard you. I've said it a bunch on this podcast. They're awful. Yeah. They're terrible. They're, They're the worst. about as bad as Jim, as Jim Lee. Oh, no. Nobody's as bad as Jim Lee. You're right. No one is as bad as Jim Lee. So, um, only other thing I've been the media that I've really, I've, well, I've been c- catching up on comic books, obviously, you know, as I always do, uh, spoiler alert, Cersei does die. Oh um, no. Yeah. Cersei is gone. That character uh, that I love so much. Everybody, everybody's favorite character, Cersei is gone. Um, and I'm sure we will never, I mean, see I guess, again. I guess she might've been my favorite character from the movie. I, perhaps. Uh, she was fun. She was fun in the movie. She was likable. Jimmy Chan. Uh, yeah sure <laughs> I, I said maybe uh, if if there's anything likable in that movie yeah. if there's anything likable in that movie that's that maybe that's um that's it um but only other thing i've been catching up on really is i've been going i went back and i started reading um earth x mm-hmm. um, oh i love earth x it's weird it is weird it I, is I, weird i, I read it about 10 years ago somehow it's a big monkey yeah <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, so I, I'm the I'm in two chapters into that. Mm-hmm. So and we might cover that on the podcast one day. I don't know if that that's kind of that's kind of that in be- in between time where neither one of us were really reading comics. Yeah, because that came out in the late nineties. Late nineties, yeah. yeah. So and I but I didn't read it then. I read it probably like I said ten years ago. So I don't remember how I how I read it, right? Um, or why I read it, but I did. And uh, so, but I just but bought there's, the. There's so many stories in the Earth X um universe in general like and it's really hard to even get your hands on just earth x i've got it i've got the i've got the uh omnibus 
Oh, yeah, it's long. It's very long. It is. It is very long. <laughs> so I've got it, and uh, and I've that, al- oh, I've also been going back and reading the um the century story from uh the original century story, um uh, from the because that's on uh, Marvel Unlimited. The original century. Yeah, from two thousand, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the very first yeah. century story. Uh, funny you should mention that the writer of the comic that we're talking about today created Century. Whoa. So, yeah. Um, I think that's that's not true. We we can talk about that at some some point later down the road. He created that story, um, as we we all know, it, and it's well documented that Stanley and uh, that was his first superhero creation. Uh huh. Uh huh. The Century. Uh huh. Was it? There we can talk about. There is a whole. Look up, just type in real quick the Century Conspiracy. Okay. Century Conspiracy. I already spell Century right. I know how to spell Century. (laughs) I know how to spell Century. The Conspiracy Archives, the Century. Uh, Was the JFK assassination a conspiracy? Are you sure it's that one? That's not the one, no. Oh, the website's called The Century. Gotcha. Um, I guess I should type in Marvel. The century. Yeah, they try that. <laughs> the century conspiracy theory. Is century really Marvel Man? Is that the one? Um, hold on. I don't know if I'm finding the century hoax. I'll look back. Yes, better... try that one. Yeah, try that one. Okay. That okay. Century hoax. I'll look back. Uh, century. Now decades after the Century hoax, not to be confused with the first issue of the first Century comic, which hit stands almost a year later in July of 2000, I thought it would be informative if I would take a break from the... Oh my god, this is so much. The idea, yeah. it all started with writer Paul Jenkins and artist Rick Veitch. Uh, the following excerpts are taken from the Rich Veitch blog. Anyway, so, so because this is great for a podcast. Uh-huh. What, um, <laughs> what it was is the writers, all of Marvel, decided that they were going to... Because of the, because in that story, the Sentry is the first superhero, and okay, um, gotcha. So they created a fake. They created fake history, um, and put it out there that that Stan Lee and I believe Jack Kirby had created yeah, him def- first. Definitely Jack Kirby. Um, and that they and that was the and for some reason just it got scrapped. Um, and they even got what's so far they got Stan Lee to do interviews with people uh-huh. about it about yeah, how he that. created the century and you know all that fun stuff and so that was in the the zeitgeist at the time when the first story came out and so when he's he remembers who he is and all the other you know and tells the story or, or i guess tells the story of of early century right. um meeting you know or like how he react or i can't even talk how he interacted with all the other marvel heroes at the time Gotcha. And so it was this big hoax um, that, you know. A, a, plan, a planned hoax. A planned hoax, yes. Gotcha, gotcha. That's very interesting. That's it more is. interesting than the character of Sentry. Uh, yes, indeed. Because <laughs> Sentry, I, I think, is not very interesting. No, and, because and it, he's, he's, well, it depends on how you look at him. And it doesn't take very long before he becomes pure dag nasty evil. Well, he doesn't. The right. Void does. Whatever. I mean, he's he's one of Apocalypse's horsemen. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Currently, no. Well, I don't know about that, but how is he not a mutant? He's not a mutant. It's some one of those things. He's the the horseman of death or some shit like that right now. All right. Sure. It's like a whole thing. I'm not reading 
Marvel or um, X Men stuff right now. So I think a lot of people compare him to um, Hyperion. No, well, yes, but I was gonna say Marvel Man. Is that correct? Am I thinking Marvel? Of... I don't know. No, what's the what's the Alan Moore Miracle Miracle Man? Miracle Man. Okay, Alan Moore Miracle Man. Yeah, a lot of people say he's like Marvel's version of Miracle Man. Um, I feel like he's more of Marvel's Superman, but then obviously you go like, well, Hyperion is yeah, Hyperion Marvel's is more Superman. Superman, Sentry uh, because Sentry's I don't. He, yeah, he is both, the most. Right? He is the most powerful, supposedly the most powerful superhero in the Marvel universe. Um, I guess. Well, it depends on what story you're telling, because sometimes it's Thor, sometimes it's Captain Marvel, sometimes it's whoever. Um, right? Isn't Miracle? Uh, isn't Miracle Man? In Marvel Comics now, I think he is. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah, nearly 15 years after his acquiring the rights to the elusive Miracle Man Marvel Man franchise, Marvel Comics is finally poised to continue one of the greatest unfinished superhero sagas, beginning in October 2022. So it just started. Okay. We'll kick off I... a new limited series called Miracle Man by Neil Gaiman and something Buckingham. I probably won't be getting that then. If Neil Gaiman's writing it, I probably won't be getting it. No. No, I'm. Barry Wallace over here, no hey, Neil Gaiman hater. Neil, I hate, I hate him. I hate him so much. Hates Neil Gaiman. I hate his hair, and I hate his his tall, lanky body, and ugh, ugh. I hate his kissable lips. Yeah, and I hate <laughs> hate his <laughs> hate his beautiful face and yeah um, features and no, I I like uh, some of his stuff, but mostly his, I don't know. Um, he writes, said, he, he writes in a very particular style. Yeah, I don't... I, yeah, 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 true. Which I think works for if someone who's taking over for Alan Moore and writing a story. I mean, I think he tells different stories than Alan Moore. Sure. I think he's... Now, I will say that I think he's too... <laughs> here we are. We're all over the place. Um, I think he wanders too much in his storytelling. Uh-huh. He, um, yeah. So, in, uh, in, you know, just like we do when we're podcasting, because we're supposed to be talking about Spider-Man today, and now we're talking about... Uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Um, I don't know. I, I lost my train of thought. So Should we just I was change this to, like, the ADHD podcast? Yeah, I was doing some math problems, and I'm just not very good at... <laughs> yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> yeah, it was algebra. I was like, ah, I don't, I don't like this. Um, why am I doing this for fun? And, and so I stopped. Because I was like, oh, this is not very much fun, and I don't have to do this anymore because I'm not in school. Um, mm. no, and, I, uh, like, I like I like, um, doing things that stress me out and make me angry for fun, uh, which is why I play video games, despite the fact oh, that I'm not, yeah. very, I'm not very good at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Brandon, what are we talking about today? Uh, Besides algebra. math problems and oh, okay. your gaming. Uh, today we're discussing the Spectacular Spider-Man volume. Talk about maths. All about the maths. maths. Talking about quick maths. <laughs> Um, no, we're talking about the Spectacular Spider-Man Volume Two from 2003, Issue uh-huh. 14. Yep. Um, well, which because I have Spectacular Spider-Man Volume One, Number 14, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, I've read this one before." Yeah, uh, not the same. <laughs> nope, they're not. They're not. <laughs> um, it is written by Paul Jenkins, who is an Eisner Award winner uh, mm-hmm. with his Marvel series uh, Inhumans. Uh, he's written for basically every single comic book uh publisher on the planet wow um he was half the creative team behind the creation of century mm-hmm. um he's yeah. also the writer who came up with wolverine's official origin 
in, in comic books. Uh, he's currently working the X fifty one, or is it not X? Is it no? No, no. The, like Wolverine Origins. Oh, not the movie, right? Not oh, not God. the movie. The comic from two cool. from, from, that, that from was him, I'm like, dude. Or I think it's just called Origins, and then it's not X fifty one. That's that's from uh, Earth X. What am I thinking? What? I don't know. <laughs> X Factor. I uh, maybe I don't know. Oh, not X Factor. Um. Weapon, Weapon X, X. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, but uh, for some reason, <laughs> X fifty one is in my just because of uh, because of Earth X. It's, I, just, I just read some this morning. You're just you're stuck in that world. I am. I'm stuck. Come in back that, to that. us. Um, Paul Jenkins is currently a writer on the God of War uh, video game series, or he has been mm. for mm. quite some time, and I guess he still is. Okay. Um, obviously, uh, the art is not Paul Jenkins. The art is uh, Paulo Rivera, who is yes. a fantastic artist. He I is. Feel, I, I here's feel. the thing. I didn't like him when he was dating Rachel Green. Um, no, Paolo was no. I didn't like him at that point. Um, <laughs> Paolo. So, um, but once once you know he you know messed that up, I was okay with you know, right, 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 now, right. Now Rachel and Ross can get back get together. That's of course, of course, of course. Yes, that thing that everyone knows what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Every, <laughs> everybody knows friends, man. Everybody knows friends. Uh, Paolo Rivera is best known for his work on the Marvel Mythos series which was also written by paul jenkins um as well as his work on the mark wade uh run on daredevil mm-hmm. uh as far as his art's concerned he, he's best known for being or for his uh his oil paintings which or his style i guess you would say but you were gonna say he's best known for being an oil man i was like Whoa, wow he's, be- he's best known for being an oil man he runs on oil and he uh, exclusively he's like the tin it. man <laughs> he is the tin man he's very creaky um yeah, I, I love his art style. Um, it's somewhere in between, like, Alex Ross and Bill Sienkiewicz, where, like, Alex Ross is very, like, photoreal a lot of the times in, in his art style. And Bill Sienkiewicz is, like, very abstract, I suppose, would be the, the kindest way to describe Bill Sienkiewicz's art. Uh, and I think Paolo Rivera sort of falls in the middle of the two of them. Yep. Uh, in a very nice way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're discussing Spectacular Spider-Man Volume Two, uh, Issue Fourteen, uh, and and this one does fall in the on several different lists, and I I didn't write them down, but I I googled this several top twenty-five Spider-Man stories of all time lists have this one placed in there. Yeah, um, so I think CBR was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh. Uh, don't quote me on that, um, but yeah. So it's 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 a it's a very simple story. But do you want you want to give us a a, a quick synopsis? I don't know how quick it's going to be. I wrote down several uh, several paragraphs. That's fine. But I'll, but I'll go over the whole story in in one. And if you want to stop me to talk about anything that's sort of in there, please feel free. No, I won't do that. Okay. Uh, the story starts uh, with vignettes of New York citizens and their varied views on Spider-Man, uh, from average citizens to J. Jonah Jameson to Doc Ock to Aunt May, and finally the police all espousing what they think Spider-Man might be, uh, uh, if he's even real, uh, to begin with, as one woman questions. Uh, we then meet our narrator, Joey Beale. Uh, atop his home's roof, staring out at the city, we learn that Joey is disabled from birth, as well as his mother dying during childbirth and his father and sister, Kirsty, uh, care for him. Uh, suddenly, Spider-Man swings overhead and Joey is ecstatic, but just as soon as he appears, he's gone, and Joey is unable to speak to call out to him. He can't tell Spidey, uh, 
He can tell that Spidey is searching for something or someone, and in the window of the building across the way, Joey sees what Spidey is looking for. A pale skin a pale skinned figure hunched over. However, it's getting it's blah, 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 I can't even read my own words. Um I I don't know how to help you. I don't. Uh, I'm not having a good day today. Did you did you uh put your glasses on? I am we- I I'm wearing my glasses. This well is just... that's that's the only thing I can help you with then. Ugh. Uh, however, it's gotten dark out, and Joey's dad arrives to bring him back in. Inside, we learn of the daily routine that Joey and his family have and how taking care of Joey has affected their lives. The next day, uh, Joey is back on the roof overlooking the city when he spots the being again, this time much more clearly as it stands directly in the open on the roof across from him, looking directly back at him. The creature, Morbius, the living vampire, we learn, leaps to Joey's building and is about to sink his teeth into Joey when Spider-Man swoops in to save the day with a swift kick to Morbius's face. The two duke it out, and Spider-Man makes some of his <laughs> some very off-color remarks uh, about Morbius's gender and girlish figure. Um, the fight continues until Spidey and Morbius are out of Joey's and therefore our sight. Uh, the sounds of their fighting can be heard in the distance until suddenly it's done and they're gone. Uh, only Spider-Man returns to Joey to apologize for having to use him as bait to lure Morbius out and to have a brief conversation on how maybe they're both alike in a way. As Spidey goes to leave, he pauses, turning around and removing his mask for Joey, revealing his face, taking a bow, and zipping away. Joey makes note that Spider-Man's true face is ordinary, yet also the saddest he's ever seen with a shallow smile that hide, or to hide that sadness. After Spider-Man leaves, Joey remarks to himself that he feels sorry for Spider-Man. Not a moment after Spidey leaves, and the sun is completely set, does Joey's dad return to bring him inside, and the story ends. Yep. And that is a pretty good synopsis. Yeah, well, you know. Other than the part where I couldn't read. <laughs> I've been synopsizing things for years, so that's... I've been, I've been, I've had, I have many synapses in my brain, and they are good at writing synopses. Nice, nice. Thank, thank you, thank you. So how did you want to talk about this? <clears throat> <sighs> It's a. It's not an easy one to talk about. So let's let's do this. Let's let's. I, what do we like about this this particular story? My favorite part of the story is getting to see regular New Yorkers' opinions on Spider Man. Okay. I, I like okay. that in any story. I... Okay. So I <laughs> I wrote down a few things I like. Um, the art is, is the thing that I think on this one that really stands out um, because it is oil painting. Um, it's very interesting. It's, it gives the book a, a very um, unique uh, feel to it. Um, mm-hmm. And I wondered as I was reading it is did they decide to do this particular one in oil? Um, I thought about it. I just think, I was like, is it, is it because that's how Joey um, sees the world? Um, you know, he would obviously have a different perspective on the world being. Um, I can't remember what, I mean, he's, he's completely paralyzed. Um, and he, yeah. he, can't, he can't, he can't speak. He can't move. Um, so would he see the world this way? Um, and that's why I wondered if they decided to do this one. Um, cause it, it certainly doesn't happen a lot in comic books. No, un- unless again, you have someone like Alex Ross or Bill Sinkiewicz. Sure. Sure. You'll occasionally you'll do a panel in oil just, but that's to make that, that panel pop. Mm-hmm. Um, or to show that there's something special, so I, that's why I wondered: um, are they say, are they trying to say that that's how Joey sees the world? Pote- potentially, um, if if this is how Joey sees the world, then the world is very pretty for for Joey. Yeah, well, sure. It's also very dark, though. 
Um, it is been, it is very dark. Yeah. So even that's the that's the one complaint I have about the the art. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sure they do this for a reason, but it is sometimes hard to see exactly what's going on in the in the in the painting. The lighting is realistic. Is it? Yeah. When, when it's dark, it's dark. Let me turn some lights on. I mean, <laughs> I mean, when they're when they're inside, the lights are on. It's still a little bit dark in in, in their apartment. Yeah, during the day. Well, I'd say it's still a little bit dark in there. I suppose. So, um, but no, that's the only complaint I have about it. It's just that sometimes I couldn't see exactly what was going on. I had to had to strain my, my wee little eyes. My wee little see. eyes. Yeah. Um, um, I would say, overall, I think the story is, is very good. I think the mm-hmm. representation of a character uh, with cerebral palsy... It, cerebral, that's granted, what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, I don't, I don't have cerebral palsy, so I don't know uh, mm-hmm. if it's an accurate representation um, but just having that representation in general, I think, is important. However, I would say that my, my biggest complaint is that there are certain terms in this that have not aged well. Well, it's, it's what, 2004? Yeah, 2003, 2004, something like that. Uh, you know, obviously, you can't hold everything against someone after, you know, after a certain amount of time. Right? Like, you know, as time passes, things change. Sure. So you can't look back on everything in the past and be like, well, you know, you shouldn't have said that because it's wrong. Yeah. Um, However, I feel like even in 2004, using the term cripple or spastic um, to refer to refer to someone uh, with a uh, disability was not really looked. No, no, was not looked on lightly. Yeah, I think there's a better way of saying that. Um, Right. And granted. No one is calling the character that, right? The character no, the, is referring to themselves the as that. The character calls himself that, but... But it's written from an say, able-bodied... Paul, yeah, Paul Jenkins is not, does not yeah. have cerebral palsy, as far as I know. Yeah, um, not, not as far as I saw. So, you know, he's the one writing it. He's the one calling the kid a cripple. Right. Um, um, where, you know, you, I mean, he's he, he's handicapped, sure. Um, right. Or... Um, I've even learned recently that handicapped isn't even a term that that's is, what I was just getting ready to say. I don't even know the proper terminology now. It would just be disabled. Disabled. Okay. Yeah. I think it, it is. I, I apologize. He is disabled. Right. Well, and the, and the, I have extent. I have extensive notes on all of that specifically. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in in terms of the word uh, cripple, and this is from dictionary.com. Uh, is when referring to when referring to someone for whom it is difficult or impossible to walk or move without some kind of external aid like crutches or a wheelchair, sensitivity is called for. The words cripple or crippled are no longer considered appropriate. Although these terms have been in use since before the year nine <laughs> the year nine hundred and fifty, since the mid nineteen hundreds, they have become increasingly uncommon, are now regarded as insulting. Uh, sure. Since the late twentieth century, the terms handicapped and handy. They put it twice, but or and the handicapped wants not to be acceptable. Uh, alternatives have also become somewhat offensive. Um, I will, I will strive to do better then. Right, and when again, I don't think you're using it in in a way to like insult anyone. You're not calling him handicapped, right? No, you're no, saying he no. is handicapped. He is, he is, yes, he is a handicapped individual. Um, right. So. But um, the, the proper term would be disabled now. He is a disabled individual. That's how I will say it from now on. Wonderful. Um, um, go for it. Oh, I was going to say, uh, same goes for something like the word spastic, right? Mm. Uh, to, call sure. someone a, to call someone a spaz, uh, as, as it were, is not, not appropriate. 
No. Um, and this is from this is from Aruma, which is the Australian Disability Service Provider. All right, so now we're getting the Australians into this. Yeah, everybody, everybody, all of our fans listening in Australia, <laughs> good day, good eye, good eye, mates, good eye, mate. Uh, it says when people use the R word or spastic and spaz, it is often to insult someone or to call someone or something stupid or uncoordinated, um, and it is generally used uh, in describing someone with cerebral palsy, if not almost exclusively. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I've heard it used uh, people with um, Tourette's. Yes, I have. I have as well. With their tics. Their tics. So. Mm-hmm. Which um, te- which technically, if in a medical sense and only in a medical sense, those are spastic muscle movements. Sure. Yes. Because when you know, like a spastic bladder, mm-hmm. like a, it, it's just it's an uncontrollable muscle contraction. Yes. So if you were using it in the medical sense. That's fine. Calling someone that, not yes. okay. Yes. Um, well, so we will not use those terms anymore. Those terms, hold on. They're deleted from my vocabulary. What words? Uh, I, w- I don't even remember them. I can't, I can't even remember them. Um, my favorite moment from the comic specifically, if we're going to get back into that, is when Peter is talking to Joey okay. uh, on the rooftop. And he he's basically, you know, hey, like, hey, I'm sorry that I had to use you as bait, but I like, I totally kicked that dude's butt. Um, I agree. I, that's one of the things I've worked out to is Spidey. It's what he, to me, yeah. for, for me, it is what makes Peter Parker the best of all the heroes that no matter what happens, um, he never forgets who he's fighting for. It's the citizens of New York. Um, and so the fact that he goes out of his way after the fight to go back and just spend a couple minutes with Joey mm-hmm. um, is uh, that's very much Peter Parker Spider-Man. And like I said, that is why he is and always will be, always has been my favorite superhero. Right. And more so, he treats him like he would treat anybody, right? He treats him like a, a normal human being. Yeah, which he is. He is. He is. <laughs> which he is, but people often yeah. do not treat someone with a disability, especially someone who is unable to move and or speak as Joey is. He has a very severe form of cerebral palsy. Yeah. Um, so what this one is and what it's compared to, and, and I agree is very similar to the kid who collects Spider-Man. Um, and, that, in, and that's in tone. And that, in tone. Sorry. That's not a bad thing. Those are both two good stories. Right. Um, but anybody who hasn't read um, Stephanie, the kid who reads or collects Spider-Man it um, is a child with terminal cancer. I think it's mm-hmm. cancer. Um, it is. Well, it's terminal something. Yeah, he is in the hospital. Um, there's a news story about him. Um, Peter finds out, and as Spider-Man, he goes and visits the kid in the hospital um, and um, reveals his identity to him. Um, mm-hmm. And then later on, the kid unfortunately passes away. Um, but Spider-Man gives him that 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 one magical yeah. night. I think they go swinging together. I think he takes him swinging. Um, I have to go back and read that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't recall. I but he, think he, he, I think he takes him swinging, but he, he might. Um, I've got him um, in my box around here somewhere. Yeah, uh, and that is a fantastic issue as well. I probably and that is that is considered in the top five of all Spider-Man stories, no matter what list you go on. Right. I probably could have just put these two together. Um. Well, the kid who collects Spider-Man, I think, is on my list somewhere. Gotcha. So. Um. But yeah. So. Uh. Pete goes back and he basically says, "Like, hey, you know." Uh, you know, I'm sorry I had to use you as bait. I kicked his butt, you know. Uh, but 
I, I will say it, it the way he refers to he says um i know what you mean but it's really not his fault uh poor poor morbius can't help who he is any more than you or i can he's stuck like mm. that i guess you can relate huh yeah and he's like and, and then he pauses and looks away and then he looks back towards where joey is staring and he says i mean I guess we can both relate. I'm like, I don't know, Pete. I don't think you're in I, yeah, the same I don't, situation. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think the, the two things are comparable. Yeah. Um, they're I did they're wanna, not the same. No, I did want to point out that with the Morbius thing, it's it Morbius thinks he's he's helping the kid. Right. When he's going when he's going to when he's going to bite him, he's going to put him out of his misery. He thinks he's helping the kid. He thinks right. he's actually saving the kid from this life of torture that he that he that he feels that, that Joe well, is going through. He, well, he he's looking for a meal and then he also thinks like I'm also doing this out of pity, sure. essentially. Yeah. Right? Morbius yeah. Morbius is not especially at this time is not a bad guy. Um he's he's a Although he's drawn far more like a Dracula here, he than... is drawn more. Yes, I wanted to wanted to point that out. He looks more like Nosferatu than he does Morbius. He does I don't I don't know what his status quo in the comics was at this time. You know, characters obviously mutate all the time. Sure, sure, but I mean, for Morbius, Doctor Morbius is not a quote unquote villain. He mm-hmm. is misunderstood. He has a need for for human blood, um, but he does not. I don't think he doesn't enjoy killing and you know and so um th- that's why when i was reading you know this I had, michael morbius gets off to i know exactly what what he is up is going on in that brain um <laughs> so um but that's at least in my when i'm reading this that i'm keeping them so maybe i'm reading something into it that that wasn't there that mm-hmm. he's trying to help that he thinks he's helping the kid um, um he's like i said so he, he i think he even says it that you know something um, to the effect of where, where is it? That would be uh, on page. Yeah. Uh, so he says, "I know you've been 14. watching me." Yeah, I know you've been watching me, Joey. Um, uh, I know you've, I know you've been watching and hoping, wondering who I am. Uh, well, I'm Morbius. Um, you know my voice. That's me. In, that's me in the night, soothing you in your dreams, feeling your pain. How hard it must be to stay trapped inside that body. It will it will end soon. Don't be, Don't afraid. be afraid. And then he gets he gets uh this is I wrote down Spidey checks a bitch. Um because he <laughs> Yeah. Because he comes out of nowhere and just kicks Morbius in the face. Oh yeah, like like his face dents in with how hard he's kicking yeah. him. Yeah. Um pa- uh page seventeen specifically, at least in the uh um Marvel Unlimited app. The mm-hmm. two the two page spread of Spider Man yes. and Morbius. Yes, I have that written down. That is an amazing painting. I would love to have that uh, framed, and yeah. I would put it above my bed. Sorry, Steph, it would be there because um, <laughs> it is a beautiful oil painting of Spidey, Spidey and Morbius fighting. Right, fighting. Um, I love it. As do I. I I I know I've been struggling uh, quite a bit uh, to really describe anything uh this episode yeah because your uh, brain is broken I, my brain my brain is broken but i think <laughs> one i just like seeing the representation uh for anyone with a disability in a comic book it's not mm-hmm. super it's not super com- well it is common in a weird oh. way but it's not super common to see an average disabled individual uh, well so on that note i you and i were texting about the other day and I took a challenge. I challenged myself to name as many characters with a, with a disability as I could. 
uh-huh. um, and off the top of my head without looking it up. And mm-hmm. so here's the ones I was able to come up with. I don't know if you have more written down. Um, um, but I, don't I, have, have, I don't have any written down, but okay. I am. I have a website that's just okay. So I just list. off the top of my head, and I just did all comic books. You know, I didn't do specifically Marvel. The first one, Barbara Gordon as Oracle. Mm-hmm. Um, she's paraplegic. Was uh, was that, and that's why I said Oracle, not Batgirl. Um, but Daredevil, blind. Mm-hmm. Professor X, paraplegic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Midnight is blind. Which I, didn't, Fre- I didn't know, but yeah, you are oh, correct. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. Freddie, that. Freddie Freeman has an unspecified walking disorder. I'm not sure what it is, if it's MS or, or what. Mm-hmm. Um, Kurt Connors is an amputee. Madam Web is blind and a paraplegic. I think. Um, Hawkeye, Clint Barton, anyway, is partially deaf. <clears throat> uh, Jericho is mute. Alicia Masters is blind. Um, Ape X from Squadron Supreme is paraplegic. Mm-hmm. Um, Destiny of, of the Endless, uh, Dream's brother, is blind. Mole, oh, okay. Man, Mole Man is at least partially blind. I don't think Destiny should count. I'm just saying, he, he just popped it. Well, there's a couple of them. Cassie Lang has a heart disorder, so I don't know if that counts or not. Um, I don't know if then, heart disorder is a, is a disability. Yeah, So then and then just because there are comic books about Star Trek, Jordy LaForge is also blind. Yes. And those are the those are the ones I could come up with off the top of my head, um, and and I say that it still took me. I, I sat there for about 10, 15 minutes, go you know, and then even think an hour later, I was like, oh wait a minute, Cassie Lent, you know. Yeah. So, but I, I my 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 challenge to myself was not to look it up. Um, so those are the ones I, th- I was like, that's a pretty decent list. I don't know. There's, that's probably, pretty, thou- that's pretty... there's probably thousands of them that, that I missed. There's some big ones that I missed. Tony Stark would he count because he's got a heart disorder too, or did? Um, yeah, he is on this list uh, with a heart condition. Okay. Okay. Um, Cassie Ling is not on this list, surprisingly. Okay. Alicia okay. Masters, blind. Yeah, I got her. Uh, did you say Alicia? Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that yeah. one. Yep. Eight, Ape X, which I don't know how you pulled that out of out of your ass. Come on, man. It's Squad Supreme. <laughs> I have never read a Squad Supreme ever. Yeah. Um, there I've, I've a lot the of omnibus. A lot of blind superheroes. I'm actually, mm. actually surprised at just the, the sheer quantity of blind superheroes you got blind faith you got blind fold uh cyclops is technically partially blind if he doesn't oh is he if if he doesn't wear his visor mm-hmm. he can't see because he's just constantly okay. shooting i get it sure sure daredevil um they have deathstroke on here and I'm, I'm not putting deathstroke why is with deathstroke well i guess he's, he's missing an, an eye. eye he's okay. missing an eye it is a disability okay um destiny from the brotherhood of evil mutants um, yeah, Destiny of the Endless, obviously. Mm-hmm. Doc, uh, every form of Doctor Midnight has been blind or partial or partially blind. Okay. Uh, let's see, Jordy Jordy LaForge. Oh, uh, Jordy LaForge made that list. Yeah, he's on this list. Wow. Uh, Hoder, who I do not know, but he has an arrow, so I'm guessing he's some sort of guy who trained <laughs> uh, Hawkeye. Sure. Um. Oh wait a minute. What's um. What's the guy that tra- that trained Stick. um? Stick. Huh? No, that trained uh. Daredevil. Um, Daredevil. Yeah. Stick. Uh, oh, Stick. I'm sorry. I thought you said Dick. I was like, what? I'm not not Dick. Dick. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, Stick. Stick. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. blind, isn't he? Yeah. He's on this list. Madam oh, Web. Madam Madam Web is blind. Master uh, Izo is blind. Uh, Mila Who? Donovan. I don't know. I, it's just everyone who's on this list. Mole Man partially blind. Mm-hmm. Nick Fury missing an eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Professor Oho. 
I don't know who that is. <laughs> I've never seen. The, I like his picture. He's okay. got a cool. He's got a cool helmet with an eyeball on top of it. Well, wait a minute. If so, if we're to what about the? Um, I don't know if there's comic books of the the Star Wars. The guy from uh, um, oh, what is the 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 Temple Guard? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Or um, what about Kanan? He goes blind. Oh, that's right. Kanan does yeah. go blind. Yeah. Yeah, Kanan goes blind. Yeah. Um, and obviously, this isn't a list of only blind people. Just like it's a list of forty-five people, and I think I just listed like ten. Mm. I was like, "That's," and I know that's not all of them, obviously. Okay. So, uh, representation is important in comic books. Uh, disabled representation is just as important as any form of representation. Sure. Um, so, I am very happy to see it in any comic. Technically, technically, uh, you and I, as well, have disabilities. Uh, Living with ADHD, ADD. Oh yes, it's whatnot. been very, very difficult. I mean, it hasn't always been easy. No, it has not. Um, I know that neither of us, real Luke Skywalker's on this list as an amputee. Ah, okay. <laughs> uh, sure. <Sorry>. Yes. <laughs> I don't know that that counts in that in that universe because it's so easy to get a a, a new body part in that a, universe. A new body so, part that works perfectly. It works perfect. It's not better than what you had. So I don't know right. in the Star Wars universe if being. A, I'm sorry to anybody who's in the Star Wars universe who is an amputee and is listening to this. If I am being insulting, send us an email at panelsurfing at gmail.com and let us know. Um, Jubilee has, has a learning disability. Uh, oh, does she? Okay. Uh, dyscalculia, which is the – it's like dyslexia but for numbers. Oh, okay. I, bet I learned something. Yeah. We both just learned something. Wow. Um, something yeah. about Jubilee who I really don't care about. Oh, Jubilee is great. Is she? Yeah, I guess. I don't. I don't know. She's she's fine. <laughs> she's a character. She is a character. She's a card. <laughs> what a card. Um. Yeah. No. As I was saying, that like yeah. Obviously, the oh Echo. God, man, just more, more people. Oh Echo. Yeah, she's an amputee. Uh, she's deaf and oh, she's deaf, right? She's deaf and an amputee. In, well, in, in the, the show, in the show, she's, she's an amputee. As yes, well. Yes, in, in the in the comic, she's just. Deaf, Death. right? I okay. I don't know enough about the character to confirm. Or is she an amputee? And I I think that they added one for the show. I think just because of the actress they got was either deaf or I can't, she was both. She, she I is. Think both. She's deaf. She's deaf. Um, and that's, so they used that. Oh, um, Misty Knight. Misty Knight. Misty Knight. Misty Knight. She's from, from Heroes for Hire. Oh, okay. Um, she's um, an amputee. Okay. She got a robot arm. Hmm. Well, what about Cyborg, then, if you're going to say that? Yeah, Cy Cyborg is on that list. Oh, is but, okay. But that's so extensive at that point that it's like... Yeah, I right, say he's just a robot, maybe. Yeah, he is, at this point, a robot with one human... Which, I guess, in, in real life, yeah. I mean, if you were in that situation, you'd be like, I mean, yeah, that's a disability, right? Mm, I guess, yeah. I mean, I've seen him press press himself. He strains so far. He, he presses himself through a big old magnet, you know. Yeah, that's and true. shatters the magnet. So I don't call. I think that it is handy capable. Um, <laughs> so certainly not a dis disability. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, this is not a very long list, obviously. And Joey's not on this list, which is insulting. I, you know, I didn't name many people. I, well, I guess Alicia Masters. I well, that's the thing because there's. It doesn't seem to be that there are a lot of disabled individuals in comic books who are not also superheroes. Sure. Well, here's here's what I wonder. Um, as I was I was I was making this list, it's like in the Marvel universe, you can be cured from death 
mm-hmm. um, cancer, or well, sometimes cancer, uh, depending on who you are. Um, you read Richards and can't work on something for cerebral palsy. He can't. I mean, he, there's all these things that they can they can do when they need to in in comic books. Why would there still be people that are disabled? I guess the argument could be made that. And no offense to anybody who's disabled. I mean, that's I'm, I don't right. Know well, I'll just say the but, the, ar- the argument could be made that there's nothing to be fixed, right? Okay. Like I, I oh. am, I am who I am. I don't need to be fixed. I understand that, but let's ask J- Joey. Hey, would you at least like to be able to talk to you know to tell sure. hey you know I've got I've got something bothering me. I my nose itches. Something you know. Yeah. Um, that I I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with him. No, um, I, I, I know, I know, mind, I know, but, I know what you're saying. But there are certain things, like obviously, he—if you've got cerebral palsy, there is a certain amount of suffering that he's going through that other people that don't have it um, aren't going through. Um, so, in this universe with the most hyper intelligent people ever, they're not working. Reed Richards isn't working on that, right? Pink, well, Pink yeah. Kim is deciding to build. Um, Ultron, Voltron, Ultron, instead of helping people that you know that well, that have Ultron that are was supposed to help people. I don't think he was. I think he was supposed to protect people. Oh, you know, I mean, that's helping people. Sure. <laughs> um, I guess it's just where do we want? Where do you want to put your resources? I guess. Right. I mean, and, and, Marvel, that, and, Mar- and Marvel superheroes are wrong. I agree. Uh, At no, least I, in Squad Supreme, they were trying to cure death and illness. Is there a superhero who has Down syndrome? Is that what I just found? Mm, I don't know. Is there what? One? That'd think... be an interesting story to read. Uh, give me one second. Um, I might have. I might have. Is it superb? That's what what it looks like. I don't know. Uh, is it? Uh, how do you spell down? Down D O W N. Yeah, that's how you do it. Introduces Jonah, a teen with Down syndrome, who acquires the powers of his favorite comic book characters. Oh, hmm. wow. um, what, what story is that? It's called Superb. Uh, I don't think it's Marvel or DC or anything. That's fine. I can. Let's see. Uh, first comic series starring Down syndrome superhero debuting with Superb. When did this come out? 2017. Oh my god, it's been around for a while. And it's. 2017 is the first time there's been a superhero with Down syndrome. Apparently so, which I guess doesn't surprise me, but it is. It doesn't. It is is a unique idea. I'd like to. I'd like to read it and see. I've I've got it written down. I might look it up. See see if I can get it somewhere. I like the idea that he gets the powers of all of his favorite superheroes. That seems fun. I want that power. Yeah, me too. I just know. Well, now at this age, I don't because no. No. No, it would be it would be bad. Would it? It would. It it would be um, everything already hurts because you know I'm so close oh. to fifty. Um, well, I mean, if you had your if you had your favorite superhero's superpower, I think you'd probably be fine because you probably you know your favorite superhero has a healing factor. Super or Spidey? Yeah, he does, but he's still he's still he has, a, he has a more advanced healing. I mean. He, Sure, but even then, they just had a comic. They just had a comic come out not too long ago where he's clearly in his sixties and he's still running around, mostly fine. Oh, so I think you'd be fine. Get super. Get his powers. Um, hold on. I just bought Superb Volume One. <clears throat> All right. Uh, that is for any for anyone listening. That is uh, Superb by David F. Walker. 
uh, Sheena C. Howard and Ray Anthony Height. Um, go buy it. It looks good. I'm I am intrigued. I, I yeah, might I go ahead. I might buy it. myself a copy as well. Um, I just and, bought it, um, so hopefully it's going to be great. Hopefully. And if anyone is looking for, give me one second, I'm about to shout someone else out because I really Hello. I really like them in general. Uh, if anyone is looking for um, uh, someone with a better opinion and more insight into uh, disability, living with disability, uh, specifically cerebral palsy, uh, look up Zach Anner, uh, Z-A-C-H-A-N-N-E-R. Uh, he's a comedian on YouTube. Um, he's very funny. Seems like a very sweet guy. Um, I like pretty much everything he does. Um, he had a show with on uh, with Oprah for a while. Um, I think it was uh, Have a Little Faith, although that might be his show that he did with Rain Wilson. Or did for Rain Wilson, rather. Um, he just he seems like a very stand-up guy. I really like him. Um, and clearly, he would he would know so much more than I do on the topic of living with disability, or specifically living with uh, cerebral palsy. Yeah, physical disability. Physical disability, yes. And again, specifically cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is a huge proponent of uh, educating people on the matter, uh, as well as uh, accessibility um, in all forms, in all media. Uh, so yeah, definitely, definitely look him up. Uh, I I highly recommend. Also, he's just really funny. So yeah, thank you, thank yeah. you, Brent. yeah, thank you for the recommendation. Everybody, uh, go out <coughs> there if you want to and and uh, and and uh, and watch. Yeah, look him up. Uh, and that more or less kind of brings a close to uh, today's episode. I know that's not. No, we're not done with the episode yet. With the comic, anyway. Well, um... I mean, is, there, is there anything else you want to talk about? Peter takes his mask off. And shows... Yeah, Peter is... So, uh, why does Pete reveal his identity to Joey? Um, I, I, um, I want... Does he do it just because he did it in um, kid, The Kid Who Collects Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Yeah, is it because he knows that Joey can't tell anyone? Um, yeah, I don't Does he do it because he wants Joey to see his pain? Um, to know that he's not, you know, maybe I guess I don't know, I want to say not alone because sh- shows his face to Joey to let him know, like, hey, underneath the mask, I am just a normal I'm a, dude. I'm a, I'm a normal dude just like you. I'm a. Um, uh, he's got the he's got the white guy smile. The really, I I don't know how to describe it, but that is the, that is the whitest white guy smile. Yeah, yeah. I, it's one of the things I really do like about this comic though is how quickly it reads. I mean, it. it I was done in like five minutes. Now, oh yeah, you can you can stare at the the art. For a lot longer, but the actual just when you're reading through a comic, um, I was actually done. At least I went five six minutes. It was it was a quick read. Yeah, it's it's it doesn't take long at all to get through it, which is nice. I mean, I don't think yeah. every story has to be a pain to to read. No, no. Um, so, did you have any takeaways from the? Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I, just, I sent Dad a picture of the the, the white guy smile. Yeah, uh, the pursed lips. That's how I smile. Yeah, I know. Um, um, do did I have any takeaway from the story? Well, I mean, so this is what I took away. It's like it's a beautifully simple story um, that I wish comics would do more of. 
unfortunately nowadays everything is set up to sell the next comic or launch a new event or 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 whatever editorial has going on um it seems the industry or at least the big two um have forgotten that well-told well-drawn or painted in this case um mm-hmm. stories with compelling compassionate characters is what is what brought most of us to comics in the first place right um i think their algorithm is kind of wrong um they keep throwing blood and battle at us um well, and of course, there's there, of course there is a there is a place for that. Don't get me wrong. There's we, that does sell. Um, but w- let's get back to. I, I just want to like get back to simple storytelling. Um, you know, it, it's it's right now. I think the comic book industry is is rather stale, rather stagnant. Um, right. I think Spider Man is specifically rather stagnant. I mean, if you think about Peter Parker. Um, right now in the comic, he's been doing he's the same ma- thing for. He's in the same place he was in 1985 before he married Mary Jane. Yep. Um, and the, and when they did give him some growth by marrying by getting married and and having a new kind of life, they took that away from him because they, for whatever, they don't want Peter Parker to to be a realistic character. Um, so right. for me, I, I would say at this point, I would love to have. I think what they need is another ultimate universe or something like that right. um, where you, where you can tell simple new stories. stories again, simple stories, new stories again. They were the characters. There aren't bogged down with 70 years of continuity, 60, 60 years of continuity or, or writers who don't know, sorry, how to progress a character, which is, I think right. the, the or, or editorial who doesn't want the character to progress. Um, I think, that um, would be, I think that would be fun. Um, to, to go on a, a bit of a tangent, it would be kind of cool if Marvel had a, a separate universe that was sort of like, um, not exactly like, but sort of like a life story in in a way. Mm, yeah. Where, where as opposed to like, oh, we're just going to condense everything down uh, and like tell this whole life story all all in like six issues. Like, no, just start it at start it when Peter's in high school or whatever, if you if you want to do that. If you want to start from the beginning and then have him age accordingly as the years yep. go. So yep. after a year, oh, he's in another grade. After another year, he's in another grade. Yep. Right. Write, write, write your stories to the month. 10 years later, he's 27 years old. He's getting married. Maybe hit Mary Jane or whoever he's marrying. He's right. Pregnant. And then, like I said, then do, you can do recite. like the, do like the Hernandez brothers do with Love and Rockets yeah. where yeah, their Love characters have aged. Yeah, it's it, Peter has aged, but he is stuck at twenty five to twenty eight now. Sure, um, and like I said, it would I would love to see it where where actually Peter retires as Spider Man at, at some point in his mid thirties, late thirties, whatever. And there's a new Spider Man, Miles Morales, or maybe his daughter or son or whatever, um, or maybe somebody completely new. Maybe there is no Spider Man for twenty years, that, and that's fine. And then we get Miguel. Whoever, but in that in that universe, there's no Spider Man. There's you know, so Captain America retires, you know, and there's and there's somebody's going to have to take up the mantle of Captain America. Could that be that may not be the best person? You know, right. you just tell stories where where you're actually living in the real world where people do age and age yeah. out of and uh, out of change. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tom Brady can't play football forever, right? So <laughs> I mean, he's I mean, well, he's Tom trying. Brady might be able to, but he's trying. He's, he's trying. Um, so. Like I said, it, it's I would love to see them do something like that. So you just have this other universe where, where actually they do age, and we're, you have yes, you have to come up with new superheroes at some point. Um, but that's I think I think a lot of artists are are, are really good at that, if, if, especially if you let them have some kind of ownership over their character. Right. No, I agree. Um, 
see the thing that I took away from this story. There's, there's, it's not expressly said, right? Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Brian oh, no, Bendis would be great at at that kind of well, he did storytelling. <laughs> well, I understand that, but he would, and exactly, he would because he was because I think he was the best writer in the old when they did the old oh, yeah, series by, by far, by far. Yeah, because everything uh, else. Well, was he he was the you one started that you, had, you started reading Ultimates recently, right? Yeah, I've I've, I've read through Spider Man Ultimate Spider Man. No, 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 Ultimates. Oh, I no, I've got they're on the list. Gotcha. Um, I've, uh, yeah, that, that's yes. I know th- they're not the Avengers; they're the Ultimates. I, I know. Well, they become the Avengers later. Sort of. They become the, the ultimate, ultimate Avengers. Yeah, they call them the, they, they they the ultimate universe Avengers. Yes. Um, when they, when they rebrand everything in in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, somewhere around there. Something like that, and they're terrible. Like they're even worse. Oh, I'm sure. I, I, like that's um. Yeah, well, I don't know. There's some good writers right now. And there's, and there's some bad, like Zeb Wells. I don't really like what he's doing with Spider-Man right now. So right, um, but he's done some good stuff. Sorry, I, I cut you off there. What was your? What were your <laughs> no, your no you're fine. Um, it, my takeaway from it, and it, it's not it's not said expressly, um, or at least not necessarily. But there there seems to be this this underlying theme in the story that Joey seems to see himself as a burden, right? Mm, yes, he's he's sort of alluding to that. He's basically saying like they're gonna. He even does say this. Uh, they're gonna take care of me and be by my side. Uh, for the rest of my days, meaning like whenever I die, whenever I kick the bucket, they're gonna be here until then. Like they they have no choice, right? Yes. And, and he feels like a burden uh, because of that. Mm-hmm. However, by the end of the story, he really has lightened up. He's he's a uh, sort of come around the other way. And granted, I don't think it was through the right means of being like, whoop. Peter's life is harder than this guy's. Like I don't know, but I don't know that. I don't know about that, but he he gets the perspective of like everyone has a heart, right? Sort sure. sort sort of everyone has a heart, but his dad and his sister genuinely seem to love him, care for him. Don't, at least as far as we see, don't seem to resent him or dislike taking care of him or hate having to do this. Yeah. So I wrote down that that exactly page nine, um, panel two is after dad has brought Joey back inside and his dad and sister are giving him a bath mm-hmm. and the smile on her face, it looks like they're joking. Her and dad are, yeah. are joking and, and Joey, you know, they're washing his back and it's just, it's a, it's a nice little family portrait, you know, or, or yeah, I would say that it's them, the family working together to take care of, of, of him. Right. Yeah. I think my, my takeaway from it was, even though he feels like a burden, and even though, and this goes for anybody who feels that way about themselves, like you're not. Your, your family loves you. People who people who take care of you every day don't do it just because they have yeah. to, right? Yeah. yeah. There's so many other ways. Yeah. If they yeah, didn't want to, they would. There's, there's so many other options. Yeah. 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 If they didn't care about you, if they didn't want to take care of you, they just wouldn't. Yeah. But if you didn't feel the way that he feels, you wouldn't be human. Sure. We all no, we all I, feel like that. We all we all feel like you know I could be doing more. You know, or 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 right. they, they resist because we're because we all we all have we're all humans. We have doubts about everything, and so uh, right. And again, that's also that's a very that's a good part about this story as well. It's a very human story, right? Mm-hmm. Very yep. human centered, despite the fact that there's a vampire in there. <laughs> there's a vampire. Right? Well, <laughs> there's a vampire in the, human. He did used to be human. So. Um, he is a living vampire, as we all He's know. He's a living vampire. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah i think i think that was my, my biggest takeaway from it it's just it's a, it's a very sweet human story about a guy who's living with disability and 
his family love and take care of him and they don't hold it against him they don't at least again as far as we see they don't seem to mind yeah <clears throat> no I, I think it's uh like i said in that page nine panel two it, it, that if right anything shows he might even he might even he might genuinely have it better than peter right because maybe at this time in the comics i don't know but in certain ways yeah yeah like peter doesn't have people besides Aunt May at at this time is this he's married he's married i think I say, at this, this time. is this is before um one more day Yes, I, I believe I'm gonna it. I'm go on the record saying the worst thing that's ever happened in any comic book ever. Yes. Um, ever. He, he is, as far as I know, still married the next issue. Uh, I, I read the next couple issues. They're not good. Mm, okay. <laughs> so this is this is sort of like a a, a standalone was story. Was in the, are they still written by Paul Jenkins? No. Okay. So no, he came I, in for, was, was he guest writer on this one maybe? Uh, well, so Spectacular Spider-Man, I think at the time, was just, we want to tell multiple different stories that kind of tie into all the other stories happening in amazing and Peter Parker mm. or, or whatever, you know, web of. Okay. Um, so I think he just did a fill in issue when they were trying to get someone else in. Okay. And I think they both did a great he, job. He knocked it out of the park. He did. He did knock yeah. it out of the park again. There, there's, you know, some things that he wrote have, have dated or, or, uh, are very dated at this point. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I don't hold that against him, and I'm sh- I'm sure, it, as his writing goes now, he's probably not writing stuff that way. I would I would hope not. Uh, he probably would, would not have not. a career, uh, current career, at least not at Marvel or DC, if he right. was uh, writing stuff like that. But right. um, did you have any favorite panels in this one? Um, my favorite panel I I did point it out was uh, page seven, at least on the Marvel Unlimited app, was page seventeen, that two page spread of okay. Spider Man and Morbius uh, mid air fighting. Yep, that's um, splash page. Yep, yeah, that's splash page. I've got um, that one written down. Um, I like I like a lot of the ones again of Joey and his family. I think um, pretty much all of page uh, again for me it's page ten and page eleven where they're in the apartment, bringing him in, mm. bathing him, and everything yep. like that. Yep, yep. Um, just, they're very <laughs> they're very human expressions. Um, okay. Which I, I know is a weird thing to say, but sometimes comic books don't get uh, people's expressions very realistic and it's no, nice to, no. it's nice to see actual realistic expressions in a comic book yeah i wrote down a couple that i liked page one panel four um this is the uh i guess criminal whatever is being um picked up by the cops and he says uh, i tried to tell so this is everybody on this page is every people different vignettes of people talking about spider-man and this right. one is i tried to tell him we broke the window by accident but he wouldn't listen he just webbed us up for no reason officer sure i'm gonna press charges and yeah. i would think that would happen a lot more often with spider-man because he's not a cop where's the proof that this person you i'm basically yeah <laughs> they could just say he assaulted me for no reason yes um, I, I, did, so, I did forget about the vignettes yeah, that one actually got, it just made me laugh because I was like, yes, that I would think that would happen a lot more often in, um, in New York, in, in Marvel, New York. The the Doc Ock one, I really like a lot uh, as, far yeah, as, the, as far as the panel is concerned, because his his individual uh, claws are in little boxes. Yes, that's yes, very. That's, yeah, right above him. Um, yep. He says Spider-Man is a cumbersome child, an aggravation of the highest order. I don't want to talk about him. Ask me a different question. Yeah, um, I like that one a lot too. That was, that was I didn't write that one down, but I did like that one. Uh, another right. one I wrote down was page six, panel four. Um, it's the one where Joey's up on the roof and Spider-Man just kind of swings over him. It's a good Spider-Man. Um, it's, 
I think yeah, Paolo yeah. Rivera does a, an amazing Spider-Man. If yeah, you look at it, it's, it's a very cool looking Spider-Man shot. Yeah, I was like, look up Paolo Rivera's Spider-Man art. You will not be disappointed. Some of the best Spider-Man art, I think, around. Just in general, um, yeah. his, his cityscapes are fantastic as well. They are. Um, They're very nice. Uh, I like uh, page six, uh, panel three. Um, the okay. one where the one where Joey is flying above the city, essentially. Yes. As as he's just imagining himself, you know, mm-hmm. he's stuck in that chair. All he has, all he can do is imagine that he gets to, that he can explore the city, which yep. is why he's up on the roof to begin with, because that's yep. his his favorite activity. Yeah. Um, the other the other two I wrote down were we've already talked about uh, Spider Man checking a bitch by kicking Morbius in the face. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then of course the great splash page. Splash. Uh, sp- I can't even say the word splash. Splash page. Splash page. Splash The slash bringing the the trash dinging. Um, I did have one complaint. Another complaint though, when it, he draws Peter Parker's face, that is not yeah, Peter Parker. Yeah, I was gonna say I was looking <laughs> at that panel and I was gonna I was be like, like, who is this? I mean, I think I think the point is Peter Parker underneath the mask is a generic looking white guy, right? He is not. He is not. How dare you, sir? I, I mean, have been looking I, at Peter Parker's face every day. Look, I, since I was a child. Look, I will. I will. That say is that not I, Peter Parker. I don't know who this kid is, but it is not Peter Parker. I have I have a theory about Peter Parker in general in in, in the comics because a lot of times they'll say that he is average looking, right? However, he pulls some of the most attractive women in comic books. I don't know that, that. I think he says he's a, he's average looking. I don't think. I think a lot of people say he is. Again, a lot. Sometimes it depends on the writer. Obviously, sometimes he is referred to as very average looking. However, I would be willing to bet that Peter Parker is actually stupid good looking. Yeah, uh, ba- is, ba- is, yeah. Peter Parker <laughs> is very attractive. Yeah, like very handsome. He's a very good looking man. He just has the worst luck of anybody in, that's ever get, lived. Well, unfortunately, he's got that Parker look. He's got that Parker look. Ugh, um, the worst. I know. I know. Um, so that's all I've really written down about this comic book. I think yeah. we've talked. I think we've talked about it pretty good. Um, do you want to? You want to go ahead and uh, rate it in stones? Um, we can. Um, obviously, and that's kind of what we do. Yeah, we will. Um, <laughs> well, I'm gonna say right now. I'm probably only going to give it the reality stone, the mind stone, and the soul stone. Okay. So you um, said the reality stone, the mind stone, and uh-huh. the soul stone. Okay. Obviously, I was sucked into the reality of it. Um, I think the art and the writing are both spectacular. Mm-hmm. You know, barring barring a few small issues. Uh, in the Soul Stone, I I really feel for Joey in in the story. I I really like him. I I I feel I feel his plight, even if I've never been in that situation personally. Sure, sure. Um, um, good for. It. I'm not gonna give it this the time zone. The time zone. Ugh, I'm not gonna give it the time zone. Yeah, it's, um, I mean it's Eastern time, but say that yeah, it, yeah, it's New York. You know what? Yeah. You know what the problem is? It's the the time change this morning. That's what's that's what's wrong with you. Oh, that is probably actually. Yeah. It's like why I feel so tired. Yeah. Um. I won't give it the time stone. Although I will say it is a brisk read. It, it is. is a, very, it is a very brisk read. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I, I like it. All right. Um. I'm not going to give it the power stone as much as I I would love to. Um. It's Spider Man and Morbius. It's they. It, the story's 
tangentially about them. So there's not a whole lot of their powers on on display. You see Spider-Man swing through the city a couple of times. You see Morbius fly across the street. That's about it. Um, yeah. so, no, so no Power Stone on that one. Um, Reality Stone, yes. I got sucked into it. I, you know, I was, it was very easy to suspend my disbelief on that one. Um, so for sure, it's getting the Reality Stone. Uh, the Mind Stone, yes. It's it's well-written, well-drawn. Um, the characters don't do anything that's super smart, but that's okay. Um, right. Uh, the space stone, no, they don't really go anywhere. Most of it takes place on Joey's rooftop or in his apartment, and that's that's okay. It's a smaller it's a smaller story, but it's not going to get the space stone from me. Um, I will give it the time stone because it is a very quick read, very very quick read. Um, enjoyed it a lot. That I I didn't have to sit there um, for a long time trying to dig through word after word after word after word. It was just, I mean, I would. Yeah, it's, it's not wordy. If, I say, if if there's 30 words on a page, on any given page, except for maybe the first one, the first word where they're just doing the vignettes. Um, right. But after that, it is probably less than 30 words on a page. And that's fantastic, you know, art or, or, or storytelling. Just just tell it with your with your images and let us let us figure it out. Let us in our minds see Spider-Man swing. I don't need him telling me that I'm swinging, you know. Yeah. Um, well, um, still, and the, I was gonna say, and the one thing is that at no point is Spider-Man. None of this is told from pers- the perspective of Spider-Man. Nope, not it's, at it's all. O- it's only Joey's perspective, exactly. Except exactly. for except for the vignette at the beginning, I guess. Sure, where, where we see yeah, the other reporter people's. on the street, whatever the man on the street, I guess maybe. Yeah. Um. Um. So then, and and of course, I'm going to give it the Soul Stone. Um. It's a very touching story. Um. Seeing, you know. Uh, the end realizing that uh that joey's pain or that joey realizes that his pain is nothing compared to spidey's pain which i don't necessarily agree with um but that that you know he he sees the pain the sadness on spidey's face um the burden that spidey carries carries with him all the time um it got me i've you know i'm not gonna lie i'm not i'm not gonna say i was teary-eyed but it it, you know i felt i felt a a heart you know heartstring being pulled on that one so right um so i'm gonna give it four stones four stones i give it three three. yeah not bad not bad not bad not bad at all not bad at all not bad A, a nice little standalone issue something i don't normally do um and clearly we know why i i struggled <laughs> i struggled to make my brain work today yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be a fun it'll be fun to edit this one maybe i'll just leave all those things in so it just makes sense it's um yeah, it's good. I I, I liked it though. It's it's a good it's a good pick, Brandon. Good pick. Thank you. Thank you so, very much. If um, anyone else has read this story, yes, um, and I, we would like to hear your thoughts on it. Um, and send those thoughts to me at panelsurfing at gmail dot com. Um, I've said it earlier when we were talking to I don't remember who I was talking to to send me the. Oh, people in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, people in yeah. Star Wars, you can still send me that email as well. But anybody who wants to send me an email saying that, uh, giving us your thoughts on this, um, I think both of our brains are broken today. I think it is. The, it must be the time change. Yeah. Um, but yeah, send me your thoughts, and I will reply to you. I would love to read it. I'll reply to you um, if it's well if it's well written um, or just written. We will go ahead and read it on. <laughs> if it is on, word. Yeah, if it is words, we will read it on the podcast, and you will be whisked away to apocalypse in a boom tube um, to have dinner with dark side and he has got something special this week Ooh. something special it is fried sheep brains Ooh, yes that sounds fried, good deep fried, deep fried sheep sheep 
brain that shreeps uh, maybe shreeps <laughs> i don't know what they call them in apocalypse it's That's but we, here here we call them sheep um gotcha. so he had so, rocky mountain oysters last week yeah and now he's, so basically they just he's just getting rid of all of his farm yeah really you know, i mean you know. nice yeah, he, he, yeah. So, but anyway, that's, I mean, that's gonna be great. I mean, deep fried. I've never had, that's one thing I've never had is a deep fried sheep brain. I feel like a sheep. Um, I feel like brain in, in general. I've never eaten brains, um, but I, I, had, have, I, I I've, remember. I've seen other people eat brains. I've seen people yeah. eat um, cooked brains and raw brains. Uh, no, I've never eaten raw. They say don't do that. Uh, I, I, I had they that, say don't do but that. I can't but... remember what it was. I, it, it's very creamy. I don't remember what kind of animal it was I had. Well, that's, what I, was, in... that's what I was going to say is like, it feels like it'd be really hard to deep fry i've seen people do it um i mean you, are you doubting the chefs on apocalypse here's the thing they either do it or they die so i think they're gonna figure it out <laughs> so they've they figured a way out it they doesn't probably matter do it, so they probably like you i would think you get it you keep it not, keep it chilled so mm-hmm. it's a li- not quite frozen but just chilled oh, gotcha. and then you, you 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 batter it then and then deep fry it and it doesn't Actually, have a chance to fall apart Actually, that makes sense. Well, you're putting more logic into it than I thought we would, but actually, that okay. does that does add up. That's well, that's the way I would do it. Right. I've seen I've seen someone deep frying before. It was um, uh, chef bizarre, she- bizarre foods probably. Yes, well, I was gonna say uh, sh- uh, Josh with a uh, mythical kitchen. He did a mm. he did a deep fried brain like a uh, Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Okay. But the chicken was deep fried uh, goat brain or whatever. Ah, yeah. I might have had bull brain. Was it bull? Was it the same time? I don't know. You just you went to a place where they were like, we use literally every part of the bull. I, it was something. Yeah, I think it might have been. Have I some didn't time. Have a lot. I th- it was one of those things. I had like a sport, a fork, you know, with a little bit of it on there, and it was like, okay, I've done it. Yeah, <laughs> I would be willing to try it. However, I feel like the texture would probably it's bug, creamy. Bug, if I remember me out a little, I don't know if I want something that tastes like meat but is creamy. I don't. I didn't say it tastes like meat. I don't remember it tasting mm. like meat. Yeah, I've never had um, pat. I've never had pat. I think if I remember correctly, it was kind of like irony. Um, oh, like blood. Ten, like tinny. Yeah, kind of. Mm. Um, I like you said. It's been a thoughts. while, and, and like I said, I just had that one little bite of it, and like, okay, I good. Thanks. <laughs> like, mm, nah. Yeah. yeah. I'll have the. I'll have the tenders, please. Yeah. yeah can, can, <laughs> <laughs> you do you have? Do you, you do you have fries? any pickled pig's feet? Because that's. Mm, that's sure. Yummy. Actually, it is pretty good. I, yeah. I. I don't hate them. They're not. No. They're not my go-to. No, I was personally. Like, but... you remember, remember when we lived in Georgia and we and the, at the little store that we, as yeah. you guys used to call it, uh-huh. and they always had a jar of uh, pickled pig's feet up on the counter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I remember getting. I remember getting them one time. My uh, getting a a a foot one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, when I lived in um when I lived in Southside, uh the the uh, corner store uh, right mm-hmm. down the street from my apartment. You walk in there and they had uh, pig's feet, uh, pickled eggs. Um, I think Ooh. they had like they had like chicken chicken feet as well. Oh, like, like it was a whole it was like a whole thing. And they I've, had never, like, I've never done the chicken feet. I I didn't do them. I did get a I did get a uh, pickled pig's foot once or twice. Yeah, yeah, they're not Just, bad. If no, you like if you like ham, it, it's yeah. it's it's a lot more work than what you you know to, yeah, to get the meat tougher. off. But yeah, um, but yeah. So so. Um, yeah, that's gonna. But that's what you're gonna get in Apocalypse. Yep. And it's, not it's, not pig's feet. Not pickled. Pig's not feet. pig's feet. Well, he might nope. uh, maybe ask him if he's got some pigs. He he you usually get, has you, some pig you feet might get laying around. Parademon feet. Whatever. But they, I imagine they're probably similar. Yes, they're feet, so. the exact same. Parademon I mean, if you're feet, eating feet, feet, you're, I mean, whatever. Eat feet. Yo, oh, eat feet. Eat feet. <laughs> no one gets that. 
No, nobody gets that <laughs> except for you and me. Oh, you know what I did yesterday? Uh, what? So when we got back, we did the, um, you've seen the roulette Doritos? Yeah. Okay. So we got, Stephanie got a bag of them yesterday because we, we, I, she told me about them. And so she grabbed a bag while she was at the store uh-huh. and brought them home. And you, so the concept of, for anybody who doesn't know, it's in this bag of Doritos, there's some one. spicy ones and some not spicy ones. And it's, well, I don't know it, if it's half there... and half. Isn't there one that's supposed to be like real spicy? I've done it once before. If it is, it's not very. I haven't tasted a spicy one in there yet. I've eat a, we ate about half the bag, um, and because it's not the huge, it's not a huge bag. It's just, you know, and I haven't got a spicy one yet. So yeah, because I feel like it's only supposed to be like maybe one. In like, isn't that the point of roulette? Well, I don't know. I would hope I, in that bag that hey, there's it, only it, one bullet in the chamber. That's true. Um, but but I would I didn't taste any spicy so and and also how spicy is it? Right. Well, yeah, because it's Doritos, right? Yes, yeah, Doritos. They're not going to put something that's really going to kick your butt. Um, no. Well, so. I mean, maybe something that'll kick the average person's butt. But like, like even like I, I'm a giant baby when it comes to spice. Most you are most most of the time. But you are very disappointing. Uh, I think I still have a higher tolerance than most people, but. Maybe. Uh, I mean, com- I, I, did, I did and, raise you. Yeah, compared to you and Zach, yes, I, I have a very low spice tolerance, but higher than most. Yeah, I mean, I hope you um, don't pass that gene along. Um, I'm trying not to, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> doing doing everything in my power to not yeah. do that. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like I've ever had anything from, like, Doritos specifically or any, like, big... Uh, name brand company that's owned by Pepsi. Yeah. Um, mm, Pepsi. That, that could, I mean, I do love a Pepsi. Pepsi can, Pepsi can be spicy. <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> I, you know, it's, I, because I don't drink those sodas anymore. I, so I'll drink Diet Coke. Uh-huh. Um, so Stephanie, yesterday while we were at the thing, she got a, um, a regular a, Coke. A, a full, yeah, Coke. When we were having the, the oysters, she wanted a, uh-huh. a Coke to go with the oysters. And um, I didn't get anything to drink, but afterwards I was a little bit thirsty. So I said, can I get a sip of your Coke? And I, and she was like, it isn't it good? And, I was, and I, I was like, no, it's not. It's so much sugar. Oh, my God. I can't believe I used to drink those. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, you know, you know me. I used to drink the shit out of Mountain Dew. Yes, I, I do. Although yeah. I haven't I haven't seen you drink a Mountain Dew in like no. tw- 12 years. No, so I don't know. No, I just <laughs> I just drink Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi now for the most part. I love Diet um, Pepsi. Or most of the time I just drink water, but... I love I love Diet Pepsi. Yeah, Diet Pepsi, Diet Coke. <laughs> it's, my, it's my it's my favorite. Yeah, I, I said I for some reason I I prefer Pepsi over Coke, or I always did, but I prefer Diet Coke over Diet Pepsi. Mm-hmm. So for whatever I mean, reason, uh, the what the whatever it is that they they put in it is just as bad for you as sugar. But I mean, that's oh, yeah. fine. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't do it for the health reasons. I just for some reason I just actually when I'm here I drink caffeine free Diet Coke because I'll come home and have one or two or three. Um, uh. Yeah, well, depending on what I'm mixing in it. Um, if I'm mixing well, yeah. nothing in it, I'll just have one. If I'm mixing something in it, I might have a few. Yeah, um, my, my so, but I, but because job. of that, I was like, I don't really want to be kept awake. So I said, I switched to caffeine because I'm so old now. Uh-huh. Like you know, and when that eight thirty hit hits and I I need to go to bed, um, <laughs> I, like I don't want to be. I don't want caffeine from my diet coke keeping me awake. My goodness, it's seven fifty nine. It's seven fifty eight. What the hell are we doing awake? Why are we still downstairs? Yeah. <laughs> That's need, ba- that's ba- that's about I, accurate. I I need to put. I, I, I need, need to. <laughs> I need my bed clothes on. Yeah, I was, I was like, I need to put on my robe and my my stocking cap. 
Yeah. Where's my candlestick? Yeah. Where's my chamber pot? <laughs> Fetch me my oh. chamber pot, winch. <laughs> oh, Brandon, do we have any socials that people could uh, could keep up with us on? We we do, but I don't I don't know if they would even want to after no, this episode. They're probably not, yeah. they're, they have chamber pots. What are the... chamber pots and, and uh, night chamber night... pots? Night and night clothes. What are these people? What is their life? What is seventeenth century? What is 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 this an old? Is this from the past? Uh, what? When did they record this? <laughs> How did they? Um, yeah, no. You can find uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you're going to Twitter, I'm see. I'm doing it in a little reverse now. I normally do Instagram first. <laughs> I'm being a little crazy today. Um, uh, if you want to find us on Twitter, you just type in panel surfing or at panel surfing specifically. If you type in panel surfing, I don't know what you'll find. Um, oh, I, yeah, I have no idea. I, I've yeah, you done. would you would definitely not know. Um, nope. nope. It, and we're not verified, so good luck trying to find us now that that Elon Musk is in charge. Oh, if you're not, what is the verified? I don't have. It's whatever, they're, they're whatever. making people. They're, they're, uh, we'll talk about it after. But good luck trying to find us. Uh, and yeah. then on on Instagram. Uh, you can find us at Panel Surfing Pod on Instagram, uh, and I post on both of those uh, at least once a week. So probably we're gonna get rid of Twitter and just go to Instagram. Is that what you're saying? I mean, maybe it's it's actually easier to post on Instagram. Okay. So, um, we have more followers on Instagram. Oh, do we really? Hey, we got like 18, 19? Uh, we have like forty something. Oh, whoa. Well, I mean, whoa. But that, they're obviously not listening to the podcast. They're no, just following us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Gotta love oh, that. That's that's fantastic. That's fantastic. I love it. Well, you know, that's that's just the nature of the world. You know, that's that's how shit works. I guess. Yeah, you don't want to listen to our stock. You just want to look at our pictures. I don't want to listen to us talk. Yeah. Um. I I miss it. We have thirty three followers, but still. Whoa! It's still that's that's a that's a lot. I mean, sure. There's 33 followers and start interacting with our posts yeah, more. That makes us mildly famous. Does it? Because we know there's 33 people follow it. Yeah, there's 33 people who said, yeah, I'll follow that account, and then I'll mute it so I don't ever see their posts. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, so that's where you can find us. Uh, I have a question for you, though. Yeah. What are we discussing next? Oh, that is an interesting question. It is. Um, I know what you, we're discussing next. I have it pulled you do up know on what my we're phone. discussing next. I think we're going to let the people in on the secret. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, next mm-hmm. week, we are going to start the Teasdale Imperative. That's oh. right, everybody. It's the Teasdale Imperative from 1988, I think? 1989. Yeah. Sorry, 1988. So next week, we're going to be reading Teasdale Imperative Part 1 and Part 2. Um, part 1 will be in Justice League America, number 31. And part two will be in Justice League Europe, number seven. So it's a crossover, everybody. It's a crossover event. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I think Blue Beetle's part of it. He is. So that's exciting. He is very much a part of it. Him and Booster are very much a part of it. Hell yeah. Well, and the yeah. Spectre, and there's just all kinds of stuff going on. Ooh. Uh, and yeah. um, uh, um, Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate, dude, I'm telling you, there's just Lady, so Lady much. Lady Dr. Fate. Yeah, exactly. There's just so much going on in this one. Um, people, it's it's a fantastic story. So next week, specifically, we're talking about, you said JLA 31 and JLE number 7, right? Yep, correct. Okay. 
just making sure. Yes, and they, so they are both teams are, are working together on this. Gotcha. Supposedly. That's what they say. Uh, are we gonna do the? Oh, I mean, we're not. But do 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 we want to mention it? Apparently, there is a there is a fifth issue tie-in that's Justice League International from two thousand and nine. Um. Apparently, we may talk about that one. Gotcha. Just curious, um, but I mean, I, that'll I did, that'll I be did, on. I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was I, a thing. I'm just I'm I looked up the Teasdale Imperative to see, you know, the covers and everything and. There's mm-hmm. this one from 2009 that's a graphic novel, apparently. Oh, really? It says it is. Okay. I'll, maybe I'll check it out. Then again, you know what? I'd be willing to bet that this might just be everything joined together. The collection? Is they, just the collection yeah. that they yeah. put together? Collects Justice that... League America 31 through 35 and Justice yeah. League Europe 7 through 11. Yep. 7 through 11? Yeah, apparently. I, I mean, I, guess I, this, I think maybe... it just it just includes the Teasdale Imperative. Yeah, I see that's... <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... Gotcha. That makes yeah, sense. It, it's only four issues. Yeah. Two of each. Two two and two. So we're gonna do this in two weeks. Or, or you know, we're gonna finish it in two weeks. Hell yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I uh I read it not too long ago and um hmm, I don't know if it holds up, but we'll find <laughs> out. Yeah, you know, some of those old JLA, JLE stories don't. But we shall, you know, towards the end, it gets fun. We'll see. Like I said, well, this is going to be better than the the Teen Titans, I think. <laughs> but not as good as the first two issues of um, Death in the Family. Oh, OK. But better than the last two issues. Better than definitely better than the last two. OK, well, then yeah, it can't be much worse. And this is actually just what, a year after two years after Death in the Family? Uh, yeah, something like that. So, so Batman should still be upset about losing, um, he his, should. his son. Well, he should be, still be a broken man. Um, he should be, but at this point he's got Tim, so. Oh, so yeah, he's already got his, his new puppy, so he's fine. Yeah, yeah he's fine. Yeah, that's, okay. Then, yeah, uh, that's I hate, fine. I hate people who do that. What? When they lose a dog and then, like, within a the week. The next they day go a, out. Get, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's, they're not collectibles, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but sometimes people just want that companionship, or or, sure. or they want um, more, more in a little bit. Sure, I mean, like I said, when Pippin goes, I'm not going to mourn at all. I'm just going to go out and buy the <laughs> next day and, and and buy another pet. Yeah, yeah. Might might even buy two because like might never even be buy a... two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have two to replace one Pip. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, yeah. he's got so much personality. There's yeah. no way that any exactly that he's any animal so you get. personable nowadays. Yeah. Well, Seventeen he, years old. Yeah, he's got an old man's personality now. He, he, well, that that personality is very uh, standoffish. Is what that per, that personality is? Yeah, he's an old man. Yeah, he's like, leave me alone. Go away, just let me where's die. My, where's my Where's my pipe? <laughs> Please let me die. <laughs> stop, stop taking me to the vet. Stop, stop feeding me. <laughs> like a oh, goldfish do that sometimes. Oh, do they? Yeah, when they get old, they'll just be like, I'm not eating anymore. What's old for a goldfish? Like eight days? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> a year? I don't know. I don't I don't know. Uh, well, I don't know. So on... on um, goldfish can uh, live a really long time. Can they? Go- genuine goldfish, not... Right. I mean, because there they're, they're are different kinds of goldfish, I guess. All right. I'm going to take your word for it. What were you saying? On a... Yeah, they can live, um, they no, can live up thinking, to 30 years. I was thinking... Um, I can't... There was... There's, was a goldfish? Um, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 
But I did learn I did learn that the average span of life for goldfish is ten to fifteen years, and some varieties can live up to thirty years. Shut your fucking face. Yeah, goldfish do not live that. Again, Remember, I don't think we're not. Zach had, Zach had a goldfish that lasted a day. Well, of course he did kill it, but I, I think I killed it. But wh- whoever fed it, yeah, <laughs> but because the stupid thing was just like I'm going to eat it all. Well, no, remember because we we hadn't bought it. To you guys, we went to a Halloween thing down in Georgia. Yeah, and both of you guys won a fish, and of course I had no tank to put the fish in, so we put it in a cup and like, all right, we'll go get a tank. Uh huh. And then one Someone of you overfed it and it f- blocked f- off. It top. blocked up the top, so there was no air. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't know if that's what killed it or not. But the next day it was dead. And then we had to have a funeral for the for the the fish that had been in our life for one day. Yes, I, one I night. Ma- yeah, I mean, I maintain that uh, he probably just ate himself to death. Maybe, maybe. Big old. I mean, what a good way to go. Could you just imagine, like, uh, you mean, know, that's how, I, that's how I plan on going. It's just you have some like eat. so many ribeye steaks that you just eat yourself to death. You're like, I'm, I'm just gonna keep going. Ribeye go steaks and pop. mashed potatoes. Ah, oh. I'm gonna go that's, until I pop. Yeah, that's that would be fantastic, man. Fantastic. That's the way I want to go, Steph. That's the way I'm gonna go. So if ever you know, just keep that in mind. If you ever see like a hundred ribeye steaks in the freezer, you know. <laughs> something's coming <laughs> I'm like oh it's time Steph's like well I guess it's time um, it, it's it is time his time the end draws near yeah, yeah. his time is nigh <laughs> just much like Bill yeah yeah oh yeah just yeah just like Bill um well yeah I'm looking forward to talking about the Teasdale Imperative then Teasdale Imperative next week sounds good so I I've been talking about it for a while so you have been talking about it for a while. I remember when you put it on the list, and I was like, I have no clue what that is. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, or you, you told me about it anyway, and I was like, I don't know what that is. What yeah, are you talking about? what are we talking about? Um, Justice League, what who the fuck is that? Is that? Yeah. It's, ew. That's, stop making shit up, Dad. Um, ew. Yeah, ew. Nobody likes a Justice League. I saw that movie. Ugh. <laughs> I did see that movie. Yuck. So, all right, well, I have got to go get flu shots, and mm-hmm. then I think you're coming over at some point. Uh, yeah. And that's about it. Oh, what else am I doing today? Nothing. Oh, I'm gonna watch. Oh, I'm gonna watch. Yes, Black Adam. Gotcha. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch a much better movie. I'm gonna watch Spider Man No Way Home. Um, this afternoon. That's not Black Adam though. This you're right. (laughs) It is. Um, well, I saw a rumor, and it's just a rumor, and I hope it's true that Toby and Andrew are in talks to do a Spider Man movie together. That would be cool. That would be cool because I think that they had a great chemistry together in the movie. Um, that would be cool. But also, it's it's almost worrying, right? It could be like, oh no, does that mean that that's all we're gonna get for the next couple of years? Is just movies crossing over characters from other movies and and stuff? Which well, is kind of what we have been getting already for the last couple yeah, of years. I mean, that's but, what Marvel is. It's just characters crossing over from their from other movies. Yeah. Um, I I would be okay. Oh, if, well, I don't. I, want, mean, I don't. I mean, like different movie universes. Specifically. Well, sure. Then that may happen at some point. But I liked. I much as I I love that movie, um, No Way Home. I think Toby and Andrew together are the best part of it. Oh yeah. Um, and so Andrew's like the breakout uh, star, weirdly sure, enough, for that movie. Sure. He's like, oh, uh, this is how he should have been in those other. This movies. is where they should have been. Yeah, they, <laughs> if they'd written good movies, he would have been a good Spider-Man. That's you know, that, I've never said it, again. I've never said it was his fault that those movies were not good. That's all comes down to writing and directing. He did his job as you know as they asked him to, right. um, and he did uh, it well. And it was and it it showed in 
um, No Way Home because he like, oh look, he knocked it out of the park. They all three did, honestly. Yeah. Um, but to- but but excuse me, but Andrew was a lot of fun. Um, so I but I said after watching that, I said I'd love to watch a movie with just the two of them. You know, you know, riding around in the mystery machine solving crimes, yes, um, whatever they course. do. Um, and uh, so hopefully that's something like that's coming up. Without, uh, yeah. I'm sure they, I'm sure the mystery machine will not be part of it, everybody. Um, unfortunately, but. Um, and who knows? True, I don't. I don't know. Wanting to be true to the comics, then. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I would. I would love to see something like that. And, and if you know, and then let Tom Holland do his MCU thing, and let the, and then Sony can have the other two, right? You know, and everybody can be happy. Yeah, that's that sort of makes the most sense for them to be like, oh, we can do our own Spider-Man thing, and then and have Toby we'll, and Andrew, yeah, and we'll you make can, money thinking, off the Tom Holland still. Yeah, we'll still make some money off the Tom Holland stuff. Um, and you know, some, everybody, everybody's happy. Marvel's money. happy. So, yeah, it's some money, billions of dollars. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's anyway. So after reading that, I was like, you know what? I really want to watch. <laughs> I really want to watch uh, No Way Home again. Yeah, that's but, fair. Uh, I think I'm gonna do that this afternoon if I can find it. It's around here somewhere. I'm not sure where I put it. How could you lose that? I don't know. It was all my Spider-Man movies are somewhere. They're all in one well, place. Together. Yes. Um, all of the just, all all the Spider Man movies are somewhere. They are all they were all together, and I don't know where they are oh, together. Oh, they're on your they're on the RV. You took it you took it with you. I know I know that. So I you, know, but I if brought you can't in, find it. If I can't, then I'll check it. But I know I brought them inside. Out, you know, they were outside in the RV, but um, I brought them inside to take on vacation with us um, in April. In the RV? No, we didn't take the RV this year. Oh, <laughs> so. And then that's the time where I, when I forgot the, to take the control for the for the Blu-ray player mm. um, remote. So then I had to go buy a DVD player. And um, I think we talked about that on the podcast. At I think some we point. did. Yeah. And, uh, um, and I couldn't play Blu-ray, so we just watched Parks and Rec all week. Sounds Which good is fine. Me. I'm not complaining. I like watching yeah. Parks and Rec. Yeah. Leslie Nope is a card. Leslie Nope is a card. Remember right, so Ice Town. Yeah, yeah. Remember, Ice Town. Uh, so we've been going about two hours now, which is a lot longer than I thought we'd go on this particular comic book. Yeah, well, um, you know, I'm gonna have to cut out like seven or eight minutes of my brain just not working. So oh, both of our brains not working. Yeah. Um, and I gotta go get shots, and uh, oh, I'm getting a boost. I'm getting my COVID booster as well. So Ooh. it's gonna be it's gonna be a great day. Sounds fun. Well, you have fun doing that. Uh, I'm gonna go have breakfast. Right. Oh, nice. And I'm, then I will see you in a couple hours. Yep. Sounds good. All right, man. I will. Uh, you everybody thank you for listening yeah. we appreciate let's not do it. that again it's just not i'm not gonna do that again <laughs> um thank you for listening to the podcast uh, i'm sure you have much better things to do than listen to me and brandon talk about stupid comic books but we do appreciate you, you tuning if, in. If, if you're listening to us talk about stupid comic books i guess you don't yeah well you also probably have a love for stupid comics or a love for one of us maybe i doubt it maybe <laughs> i said maybe <laughs> um yes thank thank you all for uh listening uh, we we do greatly appreciate it, um, despite the fact that our brains just do not function properly. Yeah, and and then by the time next time we talk, we will have seen one of us will have seen at least uh, Wakanda forever, and yes. it will our 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 my life is, will be changed forever, and mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. I can't believe you're gonna be able to see Wakanda forever in the next two hours. Mm, that's before true. Before we talk again. Well, before we record again, I should say. You were correct. Thank you. Yes. So thank you for correcting me. You, you, I love it when you correct me. It's great. Yeah, everyone does. Everyone loves being corrected yeah, yeah, by me. Yeah. So, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. And um, we're good to go, Brandon. Yeah, we're good to go. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.